Hey y'all, this is May, and I want to welcome you to Crimes of a Decade, a Texas true crime podcast. I drop a new episode every other week discussing murders from different decades. This season, going over cases from 1990 through 1999. If you would like to support my show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, as it helps more people to find me. I also have a link to where you can buy me a coffee. I really enjoy creating this podcast, and for all who listen, any support is greatly appreciated. Now, on to today's story, which is of female and male murderers from 1998. So grab you some Whataburger and open that Dr. Pepper. Let's go back in time to Texas True Crime. In September 1998, the search engine Google was incorporated as a private company in Menlo Park, California by Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Page and Brin were still PhD students at Stanford University and had previously created the website as a research project started in 1996. The company grew rapidly and received investments early on from co-founder of Sun Microsystems and the founder of Amazon. It was successful due to its unique algorithm that calculated a website's relevance to a search by analyzing links back to the site rather than connections to the search terms, producing higher quality results. That same year, on February 3, 1998, a U.S. Marine jet flew low over the town of Cavalese in the Italian Alps and severed a ski lift cable sending a tram crashing to the ground, killing 20 people. The 20 Europeans, mostly Germans and Belgians, were taking a ski tram up Sirmis Mountain when a EA-6B Prowler, operated by U.S. Marines pilot Captain Richard J. Ashby and navigator Captain Joseph Switzer suddenly flew by. The anti-radar aircraft sliced right through the steel cable holding up the tram, and it plunged more than 250 feet to the ground. Everyone on board was killed instantly. The plane suffered minimal damage and returned to its base in Italy. The marine pilot and navigator destroyed a videotape that had recorded their flight before an investigation was able to begin. Yet it was soon discovered that the plane had been flying at only 360 feet above the ground, in spite of regulations that set the minimum altitude for flights at 2,000 feet. This revelation spurred large anti-American protests in Italy. Then-President Bill Clinton apologized to the victims' families and promised compensation, but due to NATO rules, the U.S. military claimed jurisdiction over the case, and it was heard in a military court at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Ashby and Sweetser were charged with involuntary manslaughter and negligent homicide. The two were acquitted in March 1999. 
They were court-martialed for obstruction of justice for their destruction of the videotape and dismissed from the Marines. In May 1999, Congress failed to approve a compensation fund for the victims, but Italy later approved nearly $2 million in compensation per victim. Another thing that happened in 1998 was two felons and their girlfriends killing people for money. Please join me in walking down Erie Lane. Kevin Varga and Billy Galloway, both 29, were cellmates in South Dakota. Varga was a native of Kalamazoo, Michigan, and was serving a 10-year term for grand theft. He was paroled in May 1998 after serving only half his sentence. Galloway, originally from Onondago, New York, was serving time for theft, parole violation, and attempted robbery. He was paroled a month after Varga. A few weeks after their release, Varga concocted a plan where he and Galloway's girlfriends, 17-year-old Venus Joy Anderson and 31-year-old Denis Ailis, would offer men sex, but then blackmail them. And as part of the scheme, Varga and Galloway would come out of hiding, ambush their victim, and rob him. The group of four thought this to be a good idea and gathered their money and belongings, loaded up Galloway's car, and left South Dakota on September 1, 1998. A few days later, the group arrived in Wichita, Kansas, and checked into a hotel. The four discussed a plan to lure somebody back to the hotel to blackmail or rob them. And that evening, Galloway, Anderson, and Bayless went to the bar to make their plan a reality. At the bar, the three met a man by the name of David McCoy. Bayless talked McCoy into returning to the hotel with them. Once there, the men killed McCoy by beating him with a metal pole and kicking him. After beating McCoy to death, they realized he only had $80 on him. Then they wrapped his body in a blanket loaded it into Galloway's vehicle, and drove both Galloway and McCoy's car out of Wichita. However, Galloway's car stopped running, so they abandoned it in a parking lot, with McCoy's body still inside, and the four then took McCoy's car and made their way to Texas. The group arrived in Greenville, Hunt County, Texas, on September 7, 1998. Galloway and Varga wanted more money, so they agreed to engage in the same pickup scheme that they had used in Kansas. Shortly after they arrived, the women, Bayless and Anderson, met David Logie, an Army major from Fayetteville, North Carolina, at the Holiday Inn, and convinced him to go eat with them. Bayless got behind the wheel of Logie's rental car, and the three left the Holiday Inn parking lot, with Galloway and Varga following them in McCoy's car. Shortly thereafter, Bayless pulled off the road near a building and got out of the car with Logie telling Anderson that she and Logie were going to have sex on the hood of the car. About this time, Galloway appeared and began cursing and hitting Logie with his fist, knocking him down, while Varga repeatedly struck Logie with a log, killing him. 
Bayless took Logie's wallet and credit cards. The group went on to burn McCoy's vehicle, and then the four dragged Logie's body into some woods and set it on fire. A hammer and bloody tree limb were found near his body. They left Greenville and Logie's rental car and traveled to San Antonio, where Bayless and Anderson used Logie's credit cards at a local mall. As they were leaving the mall parking lot, the women noticed a police car behind them and were pulled over in a nearby Walmart parking lot. The officer approached and separated the two women. And after 17-year-old Venus Anderson confessed to the murders, officers arrested both women, with Galloway and Varga being arrested later that night. Based on the information Anderson gave in her confession, the authorities located Logie's body near Greenville and notified Kansas authorities about McCoy's murder. None of the four were ever charged for the murder of David McCoy, but they were all convicted for the murder of David Logie. Deanie Bayless was convicted of murder and sentenced to 40 years in prison. She became eligible for parole in 2018. Venus Anderson received limited immunity in exchange for her testimony against the others. She served seven years in prison. Kevin Varga and Billy Galloway were both convicted of capital murder and sentenced to death. They were executed one day apart from each other in May 2010. I want to say a huge thank you to Murderpedia.com and all the other great resources that helped me get all the information for this episode. I'll put a link to their work in the show notes. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Crimes of a Decade, a Texas true crime podcast. Next episode, I'll be detailing a murderer from the year 1999. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and for you to rate and review my podcast on iTunes, as it really does help out. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at crimesofadecade at gmail.com. 